Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. about stuff and things i'm your co-host tom ryman i'm the other one david bell and i'm hannah michaels and i'm not sure when i should talk or not anytime anytime, anytime. it's chaos you nailed it fuck yeah yeah welcome how are you hannah how are you mm-hmm. i'm uh uh sounds good <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's 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 is that it? What's what's happening in life? What have you been up to? Existential dread. Yeah, yeah, coming into this with extreme Thursday energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, whenever, look, whenever James Corden is popular, I just think, why is anything? Like, why? Oh, man. It's, One... it's not even, it's not about him or the industry even. It's just... It it goes beyond that. It it goes beyond like why comics hated Dane Cook. It's just like why It's like a it's like a survival thing. Yeah, it's 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 like Like the way like our ancestors are trained to fear uh James Corden. Mm-hmm. Yes, I there's, stopped there's, caring. There's cave yeah. paintings in France of James yeah. Corden. I, have, I I legit have a thing about people who are all the same color, like like not like so you're racist no if you have black hair and brown skin those are different colors however if you are all beige and your hair is beige right he's just the color of a leather couch like all over yeah Yeah, like like a a light tan leather couch his skin is beige sometimes he's different shapes of beige but it's beige yeah, he is a very beige man. Yeah, it's all o- the way down to like beige. his comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything about him just very I, beige. I, one of the complaints that uh, the restaurant owner uh, published or whatever uh, was a customer that called James Corden a boozy panda. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. Well, Pandas are very distinct colors. You can tell exactly where the yeah. facial features are. That's true. No, I, just, I thought it was a very funny thing to call somebody. Actually, I think it was a server, yeah. not a customer, because he was would, uh, abusing yeah. waitstaff like a real prick. Right. I would love to be called a boozy panda. A boozy panda. That, <laughs> sounds like a, that sounds like a compliment. Uh, it was not in the context. It was not, yeah. It was, he, was re- he was referring to James Corden 
just being huge and bullishly intimidating. So he said, right. so he said, like a boozy panda. Amazing. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, uh, man, yeah, but pandas are kind of assholes. Like they're kind of idiots, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason they were going extinct. And right. the only reason we kept them from doing that is because they're cute. Yes. Right. As far as yeah. I know, they're probably vitally important to several ecosystems. Yeah, and Not I was going to say they really. owe us, but I also suspect we're the reason for their demise. Yeah, I think we, we owe so, them. I mean, you know. we probably are, but also other things eat bamboo. They're not really necessary. Um, right. They're just it's true. cute. It's true. I, I love the idea that without pandas, like this world would be all bamboo. Mm-hmm. They're, they're keeping the bamboo at bay, you know? Because uh, otherwise... It's, it's going to be Star Trek Four. We're going to realize, like, oh, it was the pandas yeah. that would save us from the alien oh, probe. Oh, fuck. They could make Star Trek Four but with a panda. They, could, they, they super could, yeah. 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 A, a race That's, of bamboo uh, aliens. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why um, not make that? Listen, this is, get, this is already the best I'm podcast sorry. we've recorded yeah, this I'm, year. I'm already a racist piece of shit um i didn't i'm a beige you're not a racist i just you're beige yeah yeah that's true it's the beige he's just (laughs) he's the color of bad candy like yeah yes just all over the candy that every old person has i don't know Mm -hmm. or like a like a the cats that look like balls but they're way cuter that's true because they're cats. They have the advantage yeah. of being cats, uh, and yeah. not a, uh, a, a comedian an who practices anti jokes. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No facial features. I swear to God. Sometimes <laughs> he grows a soul patch, and therefore you know he has a mouth, but the soul patch is still the same color as his face. Right. <laughs> um. Uh, let's start the show, Dave. You want to start the show? Yeah. Let's start we, the I mean, show. We let's could, thank we some producers. We could shit on James Corden for a little while. We could. I'm so and I, sorry, I, everybody. Oh, I don't care. I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> I don't think right? anyone listening think, to this show cares. I don't think anybody's out there like I love James Clutching Corden. Clutching their pearls. Yeah. I mean, probably yeah. somebody does. I, don't I think know. most people's um, like first date red flag is rude to wait staff. Like that's a, on yeah. everybody's list. Oh yeah, it's yeah. You, it was always watch how they treat uh, servers and watch how they treat their family. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like I, I had a a, a friend of mine um, whose brother. Uh, was super handsome, so he'd always get like, you know, he always had a girlfriend, but he was such a dick to his family. I was like, how does any every girl right. he bring over not just immediately leave? Because he seriously would just like scream at his mom and dad over the smallest thing. Okay, what about yeah. hypothetical? Mm-hmm. Say they're really nice to their parents to their face, but they have to gear up in order to see them, and they vent to you for hours about how they have to see their family. I and feel they- like... The- they start crying. I don't, think I don't think you're bad, honey. No. <laughs> okay, thank you. I was gonna say, I think that, I think that's acceptable. Plus, <laughs> yeah. plus, it's if if all the comedies and sitcoms I've watched uh, over the past forty years is any indication, that's nearly universal, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's because most of them are done by Jews. But yes, sure. Yeah, we hate our family as a culture. Right. <laughs> it's passed on. It's a yeah. tradition. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, all right, let's thank some producers. Yeah, let's probably let's, producers. before we before we get ourselves into more trouble. Into even more racism. We're in, I'm we're sorry. In zero <laughs> trouble. I'm a, li- 
No, I'm the one in trouble, as always. <laughs> All right. Big thank you to Driftless, the negotiating Cenobite. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Hombre says, Hail Ratma. Hail Ratma. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handfuls. Thank you. <clears throat> thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank you so much. Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Boo Nuts and Murder Emporium. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Thank you. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you so much. Thank you to Dracula the Bus Driving Vampire. Blech. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Yeah, he does. Thank you to David Knife Knife Boot Hanson. Thank Thank you. you. Man, I'm I'm loving all the spooky names. All right. All right. All right. Let me take over. Let me take over. Uh, Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you. Thank you you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Zex Merkis, the Lightning Baron. Thank you. Thank you to Deborah's Awesome Barbara's Great and Cancer and Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti-Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Ooh, thank you. Thank you to God the damn. baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Killy Tits. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. And thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Breezy. Woo. Woo. I didn't, I didn't get as many spooky names. You will. There's more spooky names coming okay. up. Okay. After the last uh, episode, I got a flood of DMs. Yeah, yeah. Give us some more. Yeah. Give us some more, guys. Yeah, yeah. I want. I yeah, want to yeah, read. But I, I want to read nothing but spooky names next. Spooky week. names. Uh, okay. So the first trailer is barely a trailer. It's HBO Max. It is a Christmas story. Christmas. It is a, a sequel to a Christmas story with the original Ralphie. Yeah. Which I could have sworn already happened. I don't know if the, I know there was a made-for-TV sequel um, that was about, like, a summer vacation trip, but I don't think it had Peter Billingsley in it or anyone from the oh, original. Okay. See, I was, like, fully on the, like, didn't he die? No, uh, he's uh, John Favreau's producing partner. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, he's he's actually in the first Iron Man as a, they, like, shaved his head into a little horse. He's the guy that tells Jeff Bridges, like, we can't build what Tony Stark built. Huh. Oh, Yeah. And so then he also shows up in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. He's, yeah, one, he he's one of the guys that's with Mysterio. Yeah. They bring him oh, yeah. back. He's a regular Marvel character. Yeah, he is an yeah, in the MCU. <laughs> they made a Christmas story, too, with Daniel Stern in it. That checks out. That seems like a movie yeah. he would do. Does yeah. anyone else's Anna, brain have, like, a problem with people who were once children who are no longer children? It bugs me. It's bothering. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. They should. It's. I think it's like. Yeah, I know you're talking about. It's. I think it's one of those things where it's like you're so. If you don't like, you don't notice people aging when they're like your friends and family because you're around them every day. Right. But like for, for like Peter Billingsley, I just knew him as a little kid from Christmas Story, and then all of a sudden he's a grown up. My brain has to like try to reconcile what he looks like now with what I think he looks like, and I, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it reflects on our own mortality whenever a child star gets older. Yeah, they shouldn't yeah. be allowed to do that. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Some of them uh, uh, don't do that. So that's, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, Dave. Kids. Listen. Listen. Uh, this trailer sucks. This trailer, I, I think this trailer was very, it felt very desperate. And it, this isn't speaking to the whatever this is going to be. It's just that the entire tra- trailer is just quotes from a Christmas story. Yep. And then a cut to him putting on his glasses. And I was like, man, 
that bummed me out. <laughs> like, because it's just like, hey, remember a Christmas story. Well, and it's like, the, I do. The thing with a Christmas story, I mean, I love a Christmas story because I watched it all the time growing up. I still watch it and I still think it's funny. But I do recognize that it's just boomer nostalgia. Yeah, and that's the only I, reason. The same way. That's the only reason it was foisted upon us as kids is because this is a Christmas movie about Christmas when our parents were kids, so they fucking loved it, and then they showed it to us, and then now we watch exactly. it all the time. Uh, so this is like like through the looking glass. It's nostalgia for the nostalgia. See, I never had yeah. it foisted on me for obvious reasons, and I just feel nothing. That's good. There you are. <laughs> I think that's probably <laughs> yeah. the no, appropriate you know response. I don't know. I don't know what it reminds me of is like the the thing I always think about is how Willy Wonka there's every uh, cartoon like Family Guy or Futurama, etc. All all did a Willy Wonka spoof. Yeah. Uh, and that is such a boomer Gen X thing mm-hmm. yeah. where it's like I, I, I watched Willy Wonka, but I wasn't obsessed with it. And I mostly absorbed it through parodies more than I've seen the actual yes. movie. A Christmas story is something where it's like, yeah, my parents watched it and that we would watch it on Christmas, but it wasn't, it didn't feel like it was mine. And yeah, I agree with you, Tom. I think it's a delightful film, but I don't know how that resonates with people in general, like who this movie is necessarily for. um, And maybe it doesn't need to care about that. Yeah, It's from the director of the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. Oh, sure. And the Angry Birds movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, de- that a, means nothing to me. Is a powerful, fuckable Santa going to show up? I mean, I hope. I you mean, should. One always hopes. Yeah. We, yeah. we always hold, hold out hope. Yeah. Any right. minute now, uh, a Santa with just pure glistening cum gutters is going to come through the door. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This is, I assume he's going to be the dad, right? Right, yeah. And, uh. It looks like the synopsis is that Ralphie returns to his house on Cleveland Street. Yep, to give his kids a magical Christmas. So it's the vacation. It's yeah, a vacation. It's vacation movie. Yeah, yeah. But it takes yeah, place which, now. I yeah, it, I, it can't like it can't because yeah, like yeah, the I Christmas don't even story. Think they sell BB guns anymore? And if they do, like cops shoot them out of your hands. Right. Well, I mean, he is I white. Mean, yeah, I was about I to say, want... not if you're blonde-haired, blue-eyed Peter Billingsley. Yeah, that is but fair. this would be be neat if this ended Again, with Ralphie suicide by cop. if your hair is blonde and your skin is beige, eyes blue, it's like something to differentiate between the beige. Yep, yeah. <laughs> it's like looking through wet but, toilet paper. Yeah, but yeah, more importantly, it also, like you were pointing out, that he was a child in the 50s. In the, it, it, it might even be the late 40s, right? When does that movie right. take place? Jesus. Because the movie came out in 83, but it was the premise was he's reflecting the like the narrator, who's also the guy who wrote it, is based on a series of columns by this guy, Gene Shepard, who also narrates the movie. He's like reflecting back on his childhood. So he's reflecting like 30 years before even 1983. So it's like this movie has to take place in the 80s for Peter Billings to be the 90s? right age. Unless he found, found a time machine, which would really yeah. shake things up. Yeah. Maybe the I mean, 90s, but like... No, because in the 90s, he would be like almost 60. He probably is almost 60. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe he's the grandfather. That's true. Oh, that's true. He could be the grandfather. It says it's Ralphie. It says it's Ralphie. He was born in 1971. I'm not going to do math. Okay, he's, 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 fi- he's 50. He's 51. 
Okay. Okay. So, so that's Ralphie, dad or grandpa age. That's that's yeah. Prime yeah, you could between. be either. Ralphie was like how old? He felt like he was ten. in the tenish. Yeah, yeah, like ten. All right. So this is forty years later uh, than the fifties. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, yeah, it I'm, could I'm, be. It could be about the nineties. It could be about the nineties. It could be. I it mean, could be. Man, Can I? I don't know about so y- y'all, but I don't have the same nostalgia for the nineties because. Whenever I feel that nostalgia, I feel rage for now. <laughs> right. So I want to say the shot, the shot in the trailer, he is driving an old, like a 90s era car. And it is just occurring to me the way a Christmas story was boomer bait for nostalgia for that time. This is probably just bait for millennials, right? Yeah. And it takes place in the 90s, and it's about how great the 90s were. And all us old fucks are going to watch it. And then we're going to be like, yeah, that was the good old days. Is that what's happening? I assume so. I mean, like, probably. They're, they're you know, Y2K fashion is, is back. Yeah. If you could call that a thing. Apparently oh, man. it was. I hope they uh. play the new radicals in this movie. <laughs> right. I can't wait. To be walking down the street and see a kid with frosted tips and you just it's lose happening. my shit. Yeah, I would just laugh at that. Point and laugh. Point and laugh at that child. Oh, It'll it's be happening. great. It's the chunky highlights. See, I just, I, I, I feel too much empathy for like, I, I just, I want to like go up to those children and be like, you know how that's going to grow out, right? Right. And you know, there's gonna there's photo evidence of you in that forever with that hair forever. Yeah. You overpluck mm-hmm. yeah. your brows; those brows are never coming back. Right? Yeah, they're gone forever. They hate you now. Harsh lessons. Yeah. Harsh lessons. Yeah, but yeah, this uh, this could be fun. I I just it actually in retrospect, if this is like '90s nostalgia or '80s nostalgia, uh, it's right in it's right in line with the original. So. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll be about how his kid wants a Nintendo or something. And then it, he pokes his eye out with the Nintendo. Right. <laughs> Somehow. I don't know. I don't know what Man, it would be. like. <sighs> yeah. How do you poke? I'm trying to think of 90s. Oh, those Nintendos were sharp on the edges. Yeah. Yeah. If you were like juggling it. Oh, the cartridges? Were... Yeah. Oh, sh- sure. I guess. I'm thinking maybe tech Well, the decks. actual, the NESs, they were kind of, they had corners. They had corners, you know? but like. It's listen. You juggle Nintendos. You could put your eye out, and that's what's the that's what this one is going to be about. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what this one's going to be about. We should move on. All right, let's talk about Spirited. God damn it! I hate that we're getting the holiday drip already. Oh yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry about that. This is um, Christmas is in like eight weeks, man. Oh wow. Uh, Well, longer shopping. More like twelve, but still, it's close. Yeah, it's close. This is uh, Scrooged, but new. Yeah, it's Scrooge, like, with, well, Scrooge with Ryan Reynolds and Will, yeah, Will Ferrell I mean, tap dancing and singing with Octavia Spencer. I don't hate this. I Yeah, in fairness, it's it, it's Scrooged in the sense that it's a modern Scrooge It's a modern comedy, Christmas carol, yeah. Which I would argue you can probably do every 20 years, and that's sure. fine, we, you know? We do them more often. That was, that was kind of like my only real... Because like, this trailer is very... You know, very inoffensive, very cute jokes. It's clearly, you know, it's a family movie. It's a Christmas carol. Um, That's really the only thing I have against it is that we do this story so often. It's like how many unique ways are there to tell a Christmas carol? Like we've done it so, so many times. 
looks like the plot this time is that it's the ghost from A Christmas Carol modernized and Ryan Reynolds is actually aware of the story. That's what I'm... Because the, he the, seems the, to be in the trailer, yeah. Yeah. Some more I meta mean, shit, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, B- Scrooge is Bill Murray as a television executive putting on a live performance of A Christmas Carol. Right, you're right. right. So right. it is yeah, Scrooge. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I don't know. This is from the writer of Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, okay. Mr. Popper's... Well, <laughs> Mr. Popper's Penguins, right. Dumb and Dumber 2, Horrible Bosses, Daddy's Home, uh, also directed Daddy's Home 1 and 2, and Horrible Bosses 2. Um, none of that's a hit against them. They make comedies. They make broad comedies, sometimes adult comedies, sometimes more for everybody. Yeah, right? I, I, I enjoyed half of those movies you listed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're chugging along. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, that's what it is, is that this is, this is, I don't know. Uh, Hanna, do you have a take on this other than, like, it's fine? Yeah, my take was okay. Okay, yeah, so we're all in agreement. This looks fine. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I was, yeah, I'm I was, not mad at the, I was more I interested, like, uh, could be funny. Like, two years ago, I think, FX did this, like, horror version of Christmas Carol. I've been waiting for that too because I, yeah. I remember reading a Christmas Carol and thinking this could this is actually more it's, horror. It's pretty gnarly. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Or fuck it, even a horror movie about Charles Dickens' wife. If you do anything from her perspective, <laughs> honestly, I feel like you could do a whole horror movie about a bunch of wives of authors. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Really, <laughs> anyone famous before like the actually anyone famous. Yeah, really. Anyone famous, that'll do it. Um, yeah, I, it's. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I do think that, because I, I think they want to avoid that idea of doing like a gritty version. But again, I think the book was kind of fucking gritty. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. That was so, kind of his whole deal. Yeah, it's a gritty guy. Yeah, it's interesting um, that Dickens kind of has this reputation for being really sentimental, which he was, but like also you read his stories and it's a lot of like orphans dying in the street and people rotting yeah. in poor houses and shit. It's like, whoa. He loved orphans. <laughs> well, the time he was, was big it was things were seriously fucked back then. Right. Um yeah. Yeah, thank God we don't live in a yeah. time <laughs> where capitalism has run rampant and people rot in prisons cuz they can't pay debtors what <laughs> i know i say that's the prayer i say every morning when i wake up <laughs> so thank god that we're no longer in those times okay so we should save our christmas carol hype because i just looked i just clicked on charles dickens imdp page which of course is pretty extensive yeah but he is he is credited with another one called humbug directed by tim story which of you crawls the director of the fantastic fours i do recall that yeah um, that is a contemporary retelling of the story of Scrooge, star- starring Ice Cube. Oh, fuck. and so I, I'm that, I'm team this one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this is gonna be, but me neither. I but want I don't it. care. More interesting. I'm down. Right. Well, Tim Story. Oh, uh, shoot, he also did Barbershop, right? That yeah, he did. That's he the, did. That's the yeah, Ice Cube connection. It is not fair to call him the director of the Fantastic Four. It's movies. fair to call him. That. Yeah. But he's directed he's directed like stuff that's good too, you know. Yeah. And then also last uh, year's Tom and Jerry. Yeah. He sure did. Um Anyway, so that's yeah. that's spirited. That's spirited. <laughs> yeah, it's, people All right. contain well, multitudes. Let's, 
That's true. Exactly. That's true. Within everyone is two wolves, Barbershop yeah. and Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Unless you're beige, in which the case it's one four. fucking beige wolf. It's just one beige. No, it's two beige wolves. Yep. That are indistinguishable from each other. <laughs> it's two Peter rabbits. Yep. Inside you, there are two honkies. Um, <laughs> Indistinguishable. It's like yeah. it's like uh, yeah, one egg full of of just peach silly putty. <laughs> um. All right, let's talk. It's just Creed the thing. Three. The thing is what he is. Yep. Uh, Creed three. Creed three. Is this um? Hold on. Is this directed by uh, Michael B. Jordan? I thought it is. Right. Th- I'm I'm double checking. Because I saw yes, him, it he is. like tweeted yes, it, it. Okay, damn, that's cool. I, I yeah. wonder if he's a good director. I don't know. I guess we'll. I guess we'll find out. We'll I find out. to my uh, huge embarrassment, I've not seen either Creed movie, even though I keep hearing how good they are. Uh, and this trailer is pretty fucking good. Same. I think I yeah. I think I saw Creed one, and I forgot it. I have an. I have a real problem with sports movies where I'm just. I tend to like just not want to watch them. Uh, I don't. I. I. I don't know. I don't know. There. It's not that they're boring. Whenever I watch one, it's good. I just don't gravitate towards it. And these are like, yeah, a blind spot. Yeah. It's like. Damn. I think. Most... I think my brain forgets that the movie is not going to require you to understand the sport. Because when I watch right. them, it's great. But it's like I somewhere in my brain, I think, well, it has to do with something you clearly have just no understanding of. Yeah. But like boxing is of, of all the sports, it's one of the easiest to understand. It's they hit each other, and mm-hmm. then someone hits someone more than the other, and that person wins. But yeah, this uh, this has Jonathan Majors in it. Yeah, from, um, if that's um, from true, everything. then sports people have an inordinate, like just an amazing way of talking about sports to make it seem like they're more complicated. Oh, for sure. Well, I think I'm sure boxing is more. Com- I don't know. Again, I, 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 mean, I don't know. I don't well, this know is the blind it's... leading the blind here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, Jonathan Majors is, of course, Kang, the Conqueror. He is. Uh, he's Lovecraft Country. Yeah. He's killing it. He right was now. in uh, the, the Five Bloods. Um, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's great, and he he looks uh, like he'll be a good villain in both this and when he plays Kang. Yeah. Uh, the the Rocky movies are pretty sweet. Uh, I, like even even though they made like five of them, like most of them are pretty good. Um, so like, I'm just, I'm on board with these movies, even though, like I said, I unfortunately haven't seen the first two creeds, but I'm going to watch them now. Uh, Cause this trailer is good. I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. This, and the this, creeds, this got me. <laughs> yeah. The creeds are legit. Good. You saw Nicole Kidman watched it while standing she in the theater. Does. <laughs> every, every, every time I go to AMC, she's there watching it. Yeah. She's watching creed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I I do feel like genuinely like ashamed that I think I saw the first Creed, but again, I think I watched it on like an airplane or something. I I, I don't know. It uh, they deserve more uh, of my attention. I think they're getting plenty of oh yeah uh, recognition. We're on in the, general. We're on but... the third one. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad they're cranking. I'm, no, I'm just I'm I'm. I'm glad they're cranking these out like they did with Rocky. Just fuck it. Give us six of yeah. these. Who cares? In yeah. true Rocky fashion. It's a very they're just cranking them out. It's a very repeatable premise. Give give 
throw a, an, emo, a, an antagonist in there that he has an extremely emotional conflict with, with and yeah. then at the end he's got to fight him, mm-hmm. like physically fight him. That's that's great. That's a great movie. Yep. I'll watch that eight times. <laughs> Fuck, apparently Wood Harris is in a couple of these. He is. Yeah, you uh, see him in the... Avon, Avon Barksdale. Barksdale from yeah. yeah, you see him in the trailer. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't hit. Yeah, uh, he's, uh, he's, okay. a, he's the trainer at the gym. Oh, mm-hmm. fucking Avon Barksdale. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, Creed. Uh, let's move right along. On the subject of Rocky, this next one is Tulsa King, with uh, you know, with the, the original Stallone, Rocky. <laughs> just yeah. the yeah. most elderly mafia. <laughs> Since speaking of the wire, the boss is fucking Herc. Is Herc from The Wire? Oh shit! Yeah, it's the guy who sends Stallone to Tulsa in this. It's it appears to be like about Stallone is like this mobster who just came back and they they ship him off to Tulsa for like a bullshit assignment and he's doing like mob stuff. Uh, yeah. So it looks like a little a, a little like analyze this like mixed with like kind of The Sopranos. I guess I don't know. It's from it's a show. It's from yeah. a lot of the same people. It seemed like. I, I did laugh him going into the, the weed shop, like ask, offering them protection and them having to be like, um, it's legal. We don't need protection. I thought it was very funny. Like that's an old mobster right. uh, you, doing that. Like that could be a sketch. Yeah. Uh, well, it's yeah. also it's also we're watching like. It's also a racket that doesn't exist anymore. Like. Yeah. Right. It's like we're watching I mean, 38 year old nerds. By cops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Learn about what a protection racket is. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like, oh, we didn't need any protection until you shut. It's like, yeah, that's how this works. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> watch, uh, watch, yeah. A, watch a movie, man. I don't know. But it's it it's in line with this person. They they also made Yellowstone. Anything with old grizzled motherfuckers. Oh, it Taylor looks Sheridan. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very funny. Like, I I want it to be like constant like mob fights where they're just so winded and old mm-hmm. and like puffy and they're like so just can't old. Like, really like the youngest guy in that mob room is herc and herc is not a young yeah. man yeah so it's, the, it's really the, funny the, the wire came on 20 years ago dave <laughs> i really like I, I i like the idea of doing a mob show that's reflecting how boomers have not like made way for the younger people nope. so it's just about like yeah, you'd think the mob would be better at it because there's sort of a natural filtering system. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the idea of old mobsters that just won't stop whacking all the young people and just get older and older uh, and more and more out of touch with, like, crime. Yeah, it's the Godfather 3. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I also like, has Sylvester Stallone played a mobster? Uh, yeah. Um, Get Carter. Okay. Um, yep. I mean, he's played like enforcers, um, and it's I just... think I think he plays a mobster in Oscar, that weird comedy movie he did. No, oh, okay. But he's never done like Some... he's never done like a Scorsese like or or, or right. Yeah, like something I don't like see that. him as like a violent mobster, and it's fine. It works, you know. And I guess he's right. technically um... he's technically a mobster in uh, Rocky because he's mob affiliate. He's a leg breaker. Right. It doesn't quite count. It doesn't quite. He's, did... Yeah, he's just a, a yeah. Leg breaker. I want to see him as like a gritty Scorsese mobster. I think that would be, uh, I don't know, interesting. Um, uh, I can... Any other thoughts about this? Hannah, what do you think about this? You've been quiet uh, about Tulsa King. 
How does Tulsa yeah, yeah. King are you grab not, you? Are you not excited for Tulsa <laughs> King? I am... I feel like this is on par with every mob movie recently. Like, that that's kind of... That's kind of how it's been. It's always... They're always old, regardless of when it takes place. And that might reflect the real world. I don't you're know. You're not... Yeah, you're... Actually, you're not wrong there. It's true, um, yeah. Where... Most mob stuff deals with like generational stuff. Even The Sopranos has a bunch of that. Yeah. Where it's like the old fucks getting like yeah, there's the whole thing with junior. like his mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Junior, his mom who's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And like they're all they're all like, yeah, they all put their stick their noses in the old mob business and shit like that. Yeah, that is a big part of it. It's all it's very generational. So like it's constantly people dealing with these old people uh uh sort of getting in the way mm-hmm. um so yeah it is i don't know it, yeah this doesn't necessarily stand out to me as a show but the only thing that makes I'm it stand out is scott stallone in it and i don't think he's ever done tv you're right so mm. they again yellowstone this is also yeah i feel like i feel like this is a weird this is just their jam is they love getting these old guys to do tv shows yeah I mean, we talked about it before on previous episodes where it's like it's not it doesn't have the same stigma that it did 20 years ago. Like streaming is like where it's at now. You get fucking Anthony Hopkins on Westworld. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cool. Yeah, Uh, we can move on. (laughs) We can move on to three pies. Oh, Dave. What What? is this movie about? It's a show, I think. Listen, it's a show about. It's a mystery series uh, based on a series of uh, mystery novels uh, starring Alfred Molina as the detective. I'm, yeah. all, I'm all over this. This is, I, this is Alfred Molina for me, is this, Yeah, it's, it's Alfred Molina that really sells it yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I want to watch Alfred Molina solve mysteries. That's all. For, for me, it was just, this looks good, but how do I know? Because you're not telling us anything. They really don't, yeah, th- yeah. They're just selling you on the vague promise of mysteries will be solved by Dr. Octopus. Right. Which, I, you I'm know, like, I'm not One, not please. Into. Yeah. That, I, that sounds great. But the, uh, I don't... It's, yeah. It's Canadian? Yeah. So, like, the writer has done some, like... They've done EastEnders, which you could kind of tell from the name is British. Yes. Um, uh, Law and Order is. UK. Law and Order UK. Uh, oh, what something is it? called The Tunnel. Do they something all, called Deceit. Do they all wear wigs on Law and Order UK? I'm lawyer, clicking to find lawyer out. Lawyer wigs? It, mm, okay. <laughs> so at least one of them, if you click on the IMDb, the poster, at least one of them is dressed like a fancy boy. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My my ex used to like have a, fancy a judge. joke about how that show should be called "And Order" because the amount of cops just openly talking to prosecutors about cases is insane. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> oh man, Law and Order UK. Uh, yeah, no, I'm into Three Pines now because if it's super British, uh, like British is good in terms of TV, in my opinion. British is good in terms of mystery. Yeah, for yeah. sure, mystery. Yeah, yeah, um, they're really into I, mystery. I finally, aren't they? I finally they're very watched good at that. 
Broadchurch for the first time this year, and it fucked me up. What a what a show! Ooh, mm. I gotta watch Broadchurch. Uh, so yeah, bring me more mysteries and and have Alfred Molina solve them. That's that is perfect for me. Yeah, I'm looking at the writing, and uh, again, maybe this is like a British thing, but it's it just feels like a very a diverse group of writers. At least there's like a lot of women. Um, there's more women than men writing this, um, which you know women could write shitty things too, uh, but. I I don't know I I like this I like I like who's behind this Ooh this person wrote Torchwood You guys know Torchwood That's another yeah. British one Yeah it's a Doctor Who spinoff I am aware Oh okay Oh yeah this person also wrote some Doctor Who So yeah this is gonna be super British This is like just a bunch of British TV writers and directors making a British m- mystery starring uh, the super American Alfred Molina. Yeah, I mean, honey, that means you are on keep me awake because of pacing duty, but I still want to see it. Oh, yeah, for sure. See, I love slow-ass pacing. Mm-hmm. It's I, I, I would enjoy it if my brain did. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah. This, this might be uh, the trailer I'm the most excited about. <laughs> yeah. His character's name is Chief Inspector Armand Gamanchi. Uh, I, <laughs> I think he's French Canadian. Okay. God damn. I can't. Yeah. I can't wait for this bullshit. Yeah. It's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about this next one. The bastard son and the devil himself. This is. What is this? This is a Netflix series based on a novel series that I can only assume is YA because this is the most, this is almost like a parody of YA trailers. Yeah. It's gory Harry Potter from what I can tell. Gory, they, gory Potter? Yeah, gory Potter and they fuck. Yeah, I mean, you they wrote fuck in this. You wrote YA and I imagine that that is indeed the genre of the book series, but... From watching this, I think they're trying to target people like our age and a little younger who are disappointed and can't watch Harry Potter anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. The there definitely needs to be a that is new Harry Potter. The problem with that is that we were kids when Harry Potter came out or teens or whatever. So we're not going to like it again. We like it because we did like it, and now we hate it because of J.K. Rowling. I was in college. Um, <laughs> when the movie came out, anyway. Um, yeah, I think... Well, yeah, but the book's like... Yeah, the book was like 97, yeah, so I was yeah, in high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I don't necessarily have any i don't have anything against like ya as a genre but i'm really tired of this version of ya where it's like yes special boy secret world it's always supernatural or witches or it's it's always like some reimagining of uh uh not fair use public domain uh literature or, or or folklore uh and i'm just like so fucking bored with it but it's probably More not special boys. Yeah. It's like, how many times do I need to watch like a super intense trailer? Like there's a world of blood witches, but you're the secret blood witch. Like how many yeah. fucking trailers have we seen? That's a variation of that. It's just, um, yeah, we, I don't again, know. it is the, it is the search to replace JK Rowling, but yeah. it's created an arms race of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, here's what I'll say. The only thing this, well, not the only thing, but the thing that popped out for me, I was just looking into it. One of the writers wrote the ritual. Okay. So 
That's interesting. <laughs> the Ritual is a very good horror movie. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm into uh, that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that again. This is an adaptation, so that it's, doesn't mean yeah, that. Yeah, it's but yeah, like then again, like every single line in this trailer made me laugh, and not intentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I assume it's taken from the source material. Yeah, I th- yeah. The only thing to me this has going for it is that it looked bloody, it looked gory, and like I kind of like Harry Potter, but it's gory, like. I can see that working in my head. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. But you're right. You're right about the dialogue. You're right about everything else. So I don't know. I, I, feel, not, I feel like that's. I'm not. I'm not going to watch this. Like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I like. Yeah. Like I said, it's not, it's probably not for us. Or maybe it's supposed to be. I don't know. Probably not for me. I don't know, man. Nothing's made for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, we're past know. that. We're yeah, long past, past that. that. Past that. <laughs> Well, is nothing made for you or is the next thing made for you? (laughs) I almost wrote into the doc. Why did you put this on? (laughs) I don't know. I wanted wanted everybody to see this trailer. It's got, let's see how many views it's got so far. Well, okay. We we should say what the trailer is. It's got 71, 71,000. Oh, okay. I thought it was like 71 period. It was going to be like, well, three of those are us. (laughs) (laughs) This trailer is called We Hunt Giants. Yep. Uh, it's cavemen fighting dinosaurs. You know, historically accurate. Yep. Yeah, whatever. Cavemen that's, fighting dinosaurs. That's a, that's a fun idea. It just looks... It's got... Wait, like wait, wait the, Dave. Are they dinosaurs or are they like mammoths and shit? No. Oh, they're Did dinosaurs. you look at the trailer? I... I, I, I my, my brain doesn't remember things. That's fair. It was a, it was a Terexosaurus. Yeah, it's a Terexosaurus. Wow. Um, uh, I love that the cavemen just look like dudes you'd find at a pub in England. They look like fucking modern day dudes. They They look like modern day dudes. Yeah, Yeah. these are dudes on a hike. Um, (laughs) And it's like the, the, uh, did you notice that the the YouTube channel we watched this trailer on is the director's personal YouTube channel? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, It looks like... See, uh, I, that all of... All of these elements to me scream secret Christian. <laughs> it might be. Oh shit! What if it is? Right, like what if it kind is? Kind of a creationist lore. Yeah. Self-made. <laughs> secret Christian. I hope it is. Um, I fucking hope like the that's how. So the the trailer is three guys, uh, three cavemen on a hunt, and they're hunting one dinosaur. But then uh, Terexosaurus shows up and starts kicking their ass. Uh, and that's all we get to see. And it's real like sci-fi channel CGI, which is, it's fine. It looks fine, you know? Um, but like, boy, do I hope it ends with where they have to like pray to Christ or something to yeah, kill that'd the be amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's uh, this one guy who I'm looking him up has done a lot of shorts and indie stuff. I think of him like he, he feels like a Neil Breen, but more talented not necessarily much more talented, but he clearly can like well, this, make a sequence from this say, trailer. This isn't trailer not is not screaming secret Christian. This super <laughs> does like that's all I could think about now that I'm looking. You're like, not ev- gonna switch foot me again. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> switch foot. <laughs> Were you really into POD too? Oh um, no. No, but if it came on the radio, like I, I, I accept it. 
I was gonna say this this trailer at least at the very least is is much more dynamic than anything Neil Breen has ever attempted yeah. to do. No, that's that's what I, that's what intrigued me about this is that it's about cavemen hunting dinosaurs, and honestly, the CGI is like not great, but it's, like it's serviceable, it's better than it's yeah. serviceable. It's like better than '90s CGI. In right? Parts. It doesn't. It's it's not good, but it's not so bad that it like you it would take like you couldn't watch it. You know what I mean? Right. Like you could for watch me, a movie of that and be like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, for me it's like a producer needs to see this and just buy out the idea and then have someone else make it. Um unless this guy is really good. I don't know. It's uh I don't know how I found it. I don't know why I found it. <laughs> why did you put it on this stuff? <laughs> but it's it's a it's a bunch of it's a bunch of cavemen fucking hunting a T-Rex. It's great. Conceptually, that's the best movie ever made. It's a bunch of <laughs> It's a that bunch of it's a bunch trailer. of it is a bunch of tailgaters in Party City cavemen <laughs> costumes. <laughs> they look they look better than that, but um, I'm looking at it now, and some of them it really does seem like they have a T-shirt on <laughs> in some shots. Yeah, they are extremely modern looking dudes. <laughs> There's just no getting the around part it. Where the guy takes out two knives at the end and faces off against the T-Rex, and he screams. And he's balding. He sure is. Patients don't believe in costume design unless they're doing C.S. Lewis. It's too camp for them. Right. (laughs) He's he's balding in a very modern way, if that makes sense. (laughs) Oh, my God. I want to see this so bad. How do you not want to see this? Are you not hyped for this? I mean, yes, we're going to watch this probably. On, yeah. on, a, on a movie night, we will probably watch We Hunt Giants. This, the possibly Christian dinosaur <laughs> movie. I hope so much that it's Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. It's like Ben-Hur and surprise Jesus just shows up every couple of hours. <laughs> surprise Jesus. Surprise Jesus. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, where was it made? I can't find where it was made. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's classified as uh, adventure. Yeah, it's about a caveman tribe uh, who's fighting a T Rex. <laughs> That's it. That cool. appears to be the plot. Cool. Yeah. Oh, it looks like they're going to sacrifice someone to the T Rex at some point to calm the beast. Maybe it's uh, like so a, maybe it, it, instead of being super Christian, it's like an alien planet. Maybe it'll be the reveal, or maybe it's both. It's super maybe. Christian and in space. Yeah, maybe Ooh. the T-Rex ends up becoming Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you see those T-Rex footprints? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That's where I carried oh you with my tiny arms. Any other thoughts about We Hunt Giants? Nah, man. <laughs> well, speaking of T-Rexes. Um, yes. This next one is called Poker Face. Starring Russell Crowe, directed by Russell Crowe. And starring two members of Chris Hemsworth's family. Yeah, but not the one you want. His his wife and his brother are both in this movie. Yeah. So, like, they must be, oh. like, they're, it's a bunch of Aussies, right? They're all us. Well, no, yeah. actually, no, right. I think he's from New Zealand. But, like, it's it's just a bunch of, like, Australian actors and, and Kiwi actors. So it's it feels like Russell Crowe made this at, like, I, I feel like this might be Russell Crowe's house. 
that we're seeing in this yeah, trailer. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> it's, uh, by the way, <clears throat> correction, it's starring Russell Crowe, directed by Russell Crowe, written by Russell Crowe. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Yay! Now, see, let me see if I, uh, if I have this correct. Let me see if you guys agree with my estimation of what this movie is about. Um, the Russell Crowe appears to be like an old card shark or gambler. Like he, he launches into this diatribe about how like being alive is like gambling. And it's like, I guess. But anyway, he right. says that to us. Uh, he invites his friends over for a high stakes poker game and reveals that he's poisoned them. Yeah. That it's threw like, me it's off. like, also is, did I see Riza? I think you did. Yeah, you did. You did. I saw him in the credits. I was yeah. wondering okay. about that. And then I saw him in the credits. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's Chris Hemsworth's extended family and Riza. <laughs> Riza, like probably wondering what the fuck he's doing there. Maybe, maybe he's a Hemsworth. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Riza Hemsworth. But like, so he's a, he seems to have invited them all there for a very Agatha Christie like, I have poisoned you all, and now you're going to hear me air my grievances. But like, right. in the middle of this plot, which would be a perfectly acceptable plot for a thriller, they get dieharded. Like a bunch of people break in, There's... and then all of a sudden they have to defend Russell Crowe's house, who has just poisoned them. There's so th I there's several plots. Yeah, one is Russell Crowe as a poker guy. Uh, that alone can be a movie. And then he poisons his friends, and it's like, okay, well that's interesting. And then yeah, he gets diehearted, and then his and then so that's a movie. And then his daughter comes in and gets kidnapped, and that's another movie. It's at least four movies. It's, it's I'm wondering why he poisoned his friends. Yeah. He must really be angry with them. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, I don't know what to think of this. Is this his, is this his directorial debut? Man, has Russell Crowe directed anything else? Because I'm wondering why he decided to direct four movies <laughs> with this movie. Right. I don't want to just yeah, make he's... one movie. I want to make all of the movies. Uh, so, Russell Crowe has directed one other film and a bunch of other, like, video shorts. He directed The Water Diviner. Oh, that's, Russell right. that's right. I do remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to see this. I kind of have to. I'm, yeah, I yeah. don't know why I'm going to see it. No. Because it's, it, it's, it's Russell Crowe, Dave. He's, his, his big swollen face is... demands that you watch his films. Yeah, it just feels like they should name this movie Midlife Crisis, right? <laughs> like, it feels like something that, like, you know, anyone's anyone's father would direct. Where it's like, I'm really good at poker, and then I have to, like, fight off these guys, and then they go after my hot daughter. And it just feels like just dad movie, you know? Yeah. Angry dad movie. Yeah, I mean, he's been an angry dad since he was like 20, so that makes sense. That right, does, he's, yeah. he's never not had angry dad energy. Yeah. Right, and I'm wondering if like Liam Hemsworth, I kind of want Liam Hemsworth to be like his protege. <laughs> like, I kind of want that for Liam Hemsworth. He could be. To like Russell Crowe to teach him how to be like how really to be, angry. How to be the next Russell Crowe. We, we'll, yeah. we'll need another one, I suppose. Yeah, we will eventually, yeah. you know? <laughs> It's not going to be here forever. Do you think this was because he was in Thor and then like they were mingling on set? I don't th know if the timeline uh, matches up. Maybe. Because Liam Hemsworth, he showed up in Thor, right? Yeah, he plays th the Thor in the play, right? The Thor actor, yeah. yeah. 
and then his and then his other brother is also in it i forget who he was but he was also there right the guy from westworld right that's uh i want to say luke probably i don't know who can say yeah they're the they're the surly scars guards it's hard yeah (laughs) it's hard to keep it's hard to keep track uh we should do a movie where they fight we've probably Uh, talked about this yes yeah them and and like the baldwins yeah because stellan skarsgård versus uh chris hemsworth i don't know i don't know who's gonna win that yeah you know what throw russell crowe on the hemsworth side i want to see yeah he's like a he's like a run-in he's like (laughs) yeah stellan skarsgård fight russell crowe that would be brutal that needs to be russell crowe's next movie his the next yeah. movie he directs is just uh, uh, Brother Fight Island, where it's all these brothers. <laughs> yeah, or just a movie called I Will Fight Stellan Skarsgård, <laughs> <laughs> written by Russell Crowe, directed by Russell Crowe, featuring Stellan Skarsgård. And it's just him watching. Begins with a flashback of him watching Goodwill Hunting and being like, "I'm gonna fight that guy." Yeah, exactly. And then flash forward thirty years later, Goodwill Hunting. Oh man. <laughs> uh all right that's it for trailers yeah let's move how on how do we feel how do we feel about these trailers oh man electric dave what what an offering of trailers this week yeah. yep <laughs> um <clears throat> all right let's thank some more producers uh big thank you to glitterous cfo of michael shannon's chocolate factory thank you uh thank you to davy the ghost of east las vegas francis thank you uh thank you to oh great it's that guy. Thank you so much. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you to Definitely Not Guillermo del Toro. Thank you so much. Thank you to Brian who Tom knows. Thank you. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you so much. Thank you to Han Toomey, the Confused Cyborg. Uh, thank you. Let me jump in here. Um, not seeing enough spooky names. You guys need to step it up. Uh, thank yeah. you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Evil Ed 209. Thank you. Thank you to Manischewitz Maltov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger Doors Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnson's Time Machine Noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Forpagel. Thank you. Thank you to follow viral TikTok superstar Jason Pargin on TikTok and buy his new book. If this book exists, you're in the wrong universe. Out now. Out now. Um, so we finally did it. Harrison Ford is finally playing General Ross in the MCU. Yeah, I imagine the conversation um, came down. Fine, I'll take six million dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's funny to me that I've seen some people who are like, "Yeah, t- take that, DC." Like I've seen people like be like, "Oh yeah, Marvel did it again." <laughs> and it's like I don't know if you know this about Harrison Ford, but you're not gonna get much out of him. No, at this point. <laughs> He was, he only wants to be Indiana Jones and in a plane. That's all he wants. It's the only things he wants. If you can combine yeah. those two activities, then we got a picture. Right. Um, so, yeah. run me through this, Tom. I've heard that General Ross becomes some sort of Hulk. Red Hulk, but that probably won't happen. In the, maybe it will, but like... I mean, it has to happen now, I right? mean, this is the Sam Elliott slash William Hurt character. So he's already been in a few MCU movies. I know. that what He's probably going to be in two scenes, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, it, I, and they're going to give him so much money. Right. He's going to be like Tommy Lee Jones in the first Captain America, but I suspect probably even less screen time. Yeah, or um, 
Fuck. Uh, fucking Sundance kid over there. Robert Redford. Uh, Robert Redford. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're they're just coming, grabbing a, pay- a paycheck, and they're yeah. and they're heading out. And Marvel gets to say they have Harrison Ford in there. Yeah, and you know he just, he just got done doing the latest Indiana Jones movie with Disney, and he did the Star Wars is with Disney. So they're probably you know just being like, you want some more money, Harrison? So like, yes, I do. Yeah. He's gonna be able to crash my plane again. (laughs) I want. I'm really hoping, even though he's playing a general, that he's gonna show up in a sweatshirt and jeans, (laughs) like clearly his own clothes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fine, I'll do it. But I'm wearing what I brought from home. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's just on his couch. (laughs) Yeah, visibly reading his script. Oh yeah. Um, This is for Captain America: New World Order um yeah yeah <laughs> which uh sure i don't know man it's gonna have tim Blake nelson in it as well uh playing oh, that is, guy. is he playing the leader yeah sweet I think so. that's awesome actually yeah <laughs> i think they're giving him a second shot giving him another shot <laughs> yeah um it's so funny that that movie is is like marvel canon like they're still picking things they don't, from it they don't have a choice i think technically ang lee's hulk is Marvel's canon, I think. Maybe. Because if you remember... They do reference Incredible it, yeah. Hulk, yeah, he starts in South America. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, that that is... That is the first MCU film, technically? Which is just... Just so weird. It's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. Um, but enough about the MCU. Because there are murmurs of a Twister sequel. Mm. Hannah, how many times have I shown you Twister? Have I shown you Twister enough times? Have we watched Twister? Uh, I plead the the um. I won't answer this in case you make me watch a movie. No, Wait, you'll what? like Twister. Have you not seen Twister? I have not seen Twister. Ah! ah! Well, I mean, I guess we have to watch it, right? No, we just watched it's... it. <laughs> we just watch. I'll watch it. We'll we'll handle this privately. Uh, we'll watch Twister. We I can't always... believe you haven't seen Twister. Twister's a I good movie. It's, it's a good movie, kind of. Yeah. It's See, a good I'm, movie. I'm worried about your upward inflection and kind of. It's a good movie. For the record, the only movie I made Dave watch that he hadn't seen before was Heather's. That's, that's that, a is, good movie. that is a good movie. And that is a good movie. He- Heather's in a lot of ways is like Twister. That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. You could think of um, C- Christian Slater as the tornado. <laughs> in many, in and, many uh, ways, he was the tornado. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, Winona Ryder is both Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. This, um, it sounds like there were rumors about who was directing it, but it seems like those rumors were not true. Um the writer I've heard tell that it's going to deal with Helen Hunt's child, who's also a tornado. I'm really hoping what I'm so what, here's what I'm hoping they'll do, because who gives a shit? Um, obviously, you can't get Bill Paxton. Uh, oh, so why I not? Want, why not? Uh, yeah, he got twisted. He got killed by a twister. Uh, he, um, he stumbled into the suck zone. Yeah. No, I'm hoping um, also Frank Marshall is producing uh, Amblin's involved. So, like, they're really going for it. it this isn't like a direct-to-DVD, like, they, they sold off the rights to someone else. This isn't R.I.P.D. 2, which apparently is a movie that's coming out. Um, I'm thinking uh, 
But uh, yeah, so apparently they were trying to get Joseph Kaczynski, who did Top Gun Maverick. Uh, it's the writer of The Revenant, which, okay. Um, I hope there's a scene where someone is just like extensively mauled yeah, fighting, by a twister. Fighting a twister for yeah. like 10 minutes. Um, but it, I want that Bill, uh, that Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt's characters have both been killed by twisters. Mm-hmm. And this is the daughter and she is continuing the rampage against her revenge against tornadoes. Honestly, if watching the original twister, that's the only way their lives could have ended. Yeah. So they spent, no, really. they spend and the entire movie relentlessly driving into tornadoes. Yeah. It, it, it carries on the tradition of twister, which is that people, people try to get revenge on tornadoes. Yeah. Okay. On weather. You got me. Yeah. Twister on <laughs> twister. The first twister is about how Helen Hunt's dad was killed by a tornado and then she's a tornado chaser with Bill Paxton, and they treat it like this really uh, like extreme thing. There's a group of rival tornado hunters. Can you guess who leads them? Uh, I'm going to say you're going to go ahead and tell me. All right. Carrie Elways, because of course. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's like evil Carrie Elways playing like the corporate tornado hunters, <laughs> and they're like the scrappy tornado hunters. Uh, who like the corporate tornado hunters? At one point, Bill Paxton says, "Like he's in it for the money. He's in it for the and money, like, not the science." Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like and Bill. Pa- Everybody calls Bill Paxton the extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philip Seymour Philip Hoffman, Seymour Hoffman is, is in, in it, it. Play- playing Jack Black. Exactly, Jack Black lost that role to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. It's a it's a really amazing Incredible artifact film. of the nineties. Wow. First movie to come out on DVD. Wow. Okay, I I, yeah. I kind of have to. All right. Yeah. You got me. You got it's me. Great. It's great. It's from the director of Speed, Hannah. Yeah. It you, you don't keep selling it. <laughs> Hannah, have you not seen Speed? I have seen Speed. Okay, good. Have you seen Speed Two? Cruise Control. That's okay. We can stop. I refuse to answer on the the amount of movies you have made me watch and will continue to do so. I think Um, you can actually call the police if he tries to make you watch Speed 2. That's fair. They will will shoot me on sight. (laughs) Point is that this is great news. This is fantastic news. Sure, my dog. They won't shoot you. You're not my innocent dog. Yeah. Yeah. That they'll still no. I think it's. I, I'm pretty sure it's Speed Two. Like it's, yeah, because uh, like Twister is one of those movies that pe- a lot of people really like, but it's not like such a revered good. movie. Well, it's it's okay. Like it's not a bad movie. It's just kind of like cheesy. Um, I love Twister. Yeah, but but, but it's like, on paper like that script is trash. That's, that's a ridiculous. Written by Michael Crichton. Wow. Um, and his wife, I think. Um, right. Anyway. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, it's not like so revered that like making a sequel, people are like, "Oh, how dare you!" It's like, no, no, sure, make fucking five of these. I'll watch them. It's, I don't care. It's Independence Day too. Yeah, for me, where I was just like, "Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's make more. Let's make six of these." Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no, there's nothing at stake here. Right. So right. sure, give me a bunch of yeah. twisters. I don't care. No, I could. Yeah. You didn't need the disclaimer of this film is not so revered. Like, <laughs> right. just by telling me to watch it. I know. I know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what we represent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so excited for this. Yeah, man. Uh, Fast track well, this. <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah. see this next month. Right. 
And it's it's apparently called Twisters. Of course. Plural, of course. Which I would argue the original also was plural in the sense that there were it certainly didn't have just one right, twister. There were many, it. yeah. Yeah. So it's very funny to me that they're like, ooh, now there's more. This is our aliens. And it's like, yeah, I mean, there was already tons of fucking twisters. So uh I I'm just I can't wait for them to go all out here. I want to see more tornadoes. Mm-hmm. I want to um, see more um, um, more cows flying. I want to see more gigantic yeah. radio antennas be thrown through Carrie Elway's face. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. That wasn't Spoilers. Carrie Elway's. That was um, Zach Renier. The boss from Fight Club. Zach yeah. Renier, yeah. Yeah, El- Elway's just has to watch and yeah. scream in horror. <laughs> oh, great film. So, so excited for Twisters. All right. Let's move on. All right. Let's thank some more producers. Yeah. A uh, big thank you to Del Griffith, the shower curtain fella. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron with Patrons at Midnight. Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you so much. Thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist house. Hail Satan. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you so much. Thank you to Bootler, Bootleson. Thank you. Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. <laughs> Thank you to No One Can Hear You Scream in Space, McNulty. Thank you. Nice. All right, let me take over here. Uh, they get a your mom. Thank you. They get a Nolan Tubi's Dark Herald Maiden recommends 1989's Haunted Lawnmower Jaws ripoff Blades. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Hannah Michaels deserves more hype. McGuire. Thank you. Aww. Thank you, AJ. Thank you. They get a tip drizzle. Thank you. They get it in the burrito mouth of madness. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> they get the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts, Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank and you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Was that thank real? Thank you. What's that? Willem that Dafoe's Confusingly... Oh, yeah. Th- yes. Aw. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm genuinely touched by that. Aw. Aw. So you will doing. no we're... longer feel that way after this comes out, but I'm genuinely we're... touched. We're winning hearts and minds with with Hypecast. We are. Um, Dave, this we're is a touching. this is a redundant question because we've already talked about the upcoming Twister sequel. Yeah, uh, and the dinosaur and the dinosaur one. one. We hunt giants. I uh, almost, <laughs> I almost considered we hunt giants. <laughs> do you have a movie that deserves more hype this week? I I super do. Okay. I do. All right, tell us about it. I do. It. This one um, popped out on me and like there's nothing I d- there's not much to know about it, unfortunately, because it doesn't have reviews. It just has a trailer and it premiered at the Buffalo Film Festival. It looks pretty low budget, but like this is one where I, like all I can really say is go watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's called Bunker. It's coming out early 2023. Like I said, it's doing film festivals now. It might even need still need to get like picked up. But um, the trailer, it, again, it looks cheap or low budget but i really feel like there's some talent here it's world war one and it's a group of soldiers in a trench in a bunker and as much as i can tell it just they just start losing their fucking minds there's some sort of like evil dark force at work but the trailer really doesn't show much um it it seems to be that they're slowly losing their minds there's a part where a guy's sharpening his knife and the sounds of the sharpening sounds like screams and I thought that was really effective. What do you guys think of this? Did you guys have the same reaction of this trailer that I did? Um, 
Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm I'm still a little. It looks like The Shining in a World War One bunker. Um, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Once I, I realized it was pre-Nazi, I was down. <laughs> right, right, because they are Germans, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, I did kind of have to run it through that filter. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the 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 premise is 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 a is intriguing. So uh, I'm. Yeah curious about this movie the trailer doesn't show much but yeah it does it looks like there might not even necessarily really be a supernatural element it could just be these guys going crackers while they're stuck down there that might be I, a twist yeah i think there might be i do think there yeah, might be but i'm not yeah. i'm not again the trailer does it leaves do it that where you yeah I, yeah either way i would i would be happy i would be fine with um yeah oh for sure um, I'm just super curious about it. Yeah. I wish there was more information on it, but it really does feel like this is like, I, I caught this one real early, you know, but like this mm-hmm. could go either way. This gives me a little bit of like the guys who did the endless vibes where it's like, it, they, they're clearly on a budget, but it feels like they have like they, they have, or the director right. has a there's voice just, there. Yeah. There's so much talent in the endless that it's just like it. Yeah, it right. overcomes the budget limitations. Right. And this trailer, it's like not all the performances seem perfect. Um, not all the sets seem perfect. But like uh, the cinematography and the sound design, the stuff that they clearly could really control to me looks really intriguing. And I'm just very, I don't know, I'm cu- very curious about it. Yeah. Uh, Bunker, you might have to put in the 2023 if you search for it. Because I'm, I think there's another horror movie called Bunker. Probably. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, that's that's it. I wish I had more to say about it. I wish I had more information. Now nah, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. And yeah, pre pre World War Two Germans. That's yeah, clear. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> they're not Nazis yet. Yeah, maybe they're being haunted by future Hitler. Ah, oh, that would be something. Time Hitler. Time Hitler, yeah. yeah. Comes out in the, wolf, out the Wolfenstein mech suit. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Watch out. He's out there. <laughs> He'll get you. Time Hitler will get Time you. Time Hitler. <sighs> that could be a movie. I, I know that this is an absurd sci-fi premise, but you have no idea how much of my mother and grandmother you sound like right now. Huh. Have they warned of Time Hitler? Are they are they big uh, Time Hitler conspiracy theorists? I I I think they're just kind of biding their or, or I guess my grandma just said whatever happiness happy podcast. Um, I think <laughs> they're just biding their time until the next one. Like they're That's constantly the talking about Hitler. Hitler. They're constantly on their guard. Like they're just they're Hitler preppers. Yeah, they're Hitler mm-hmm. preppers. That's what they are. That's fair. Look, I, I get it. It's epigenetics, but like it, it, it's mm-hmm. fucking weird. It's weird. So it's, it's we could do. You, should we get a, like a bug out Hitler bag? Should we get a Hitler like the earthquake kit? kit? Should we get a Hitler kit? Yeah. Kitler. I mean, that Hitler. She tried. She tried during Trump. Uh, there to is make a Hitler nowhere. Kit? Yeah, she tried some sort of like citizenship, like ancestry.com type of thing where she tried to get documents from like someone who was 
but it's it's a long story. But yeah, it was basically if Trump gets reelected, we're 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 out of here. Okay, I was thinking more like bear spray and like extra water and like oh yeah, that'll do like nothing those... against a Hitler. Yeah, that's no, worthless against a Hitler. But a time Hitler, maybe. I feel like a bear spray Hitler, is his maybe. weakness. I mean, yeah, he might have lost his immunity to bear mace in the, the in the whole, future. Yeah, the whole thing about a Hitler is that it's not the Hitler. It's, right, it's like sec- it's, it's like the a Hitlerians. secret. Yeah. Right, right. It's a Hitler shell game. Right. Anyway, okay, welcome bunker. to Hitlercast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, bunker. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. That's uh, good. Watch out for Hitler. Yeah. Check out the trailer. Yeah. You goofs. You goofs. Um, guys, I think that's it. I believe that's a sewed. We've done it. Woo! <laughs> Wait, let me get up under the table. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, Hannah, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I was in the house. <laughs> uh, as you are still in the house, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you? What are you working on? What do you want to let people know about? Um, you can follow me on on every pretty much every social, including TikTok, uh, for some reason. I'm at Hannah Michaels. That's H A N A M I C H E L S. I know it's a series of fuck ups, um, but that's <laughs> that's my name. Uh, was not taken, and um, you can find the link to my Etsy on any of those profiles. So, See? Yeah, if you want to buy early holiday gifts or Halloween horrifying things or a lot just of anus, a lot of anus anuses. Stuff. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If you want to put your pencil in a cat butt in order to sharpen it, uh, yep. I can make that happen. Your work is very anal. It's real <laughs> anal. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, well, it is very anal. Your cat has inspired most of it. Yeah. Everybody needs a muse, an anal muse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mostly kitten inspired. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, cool. I guess I'll tell people about our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y, unemployed. Uh, you go on there for just $5 a month. You get access to a bunch of things like, um, it, well, specifically exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys, yes. if you want to kick in a little more money. We also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night uh, with a group of friends. Hana, you're usually there. People are hanging out, having a good time. Uh, so check that out, and you can also review us wherever you review podcasts. Thank you. Yeah! Uh, you can also check out our store. Head over to GameFlyUnemployed.com. We have a link to our Teespring store. Uh, we can find all kinds of cool original artwork and designs we get. Uh, we have on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So check that out. Yes. Slap your anus on that. Slap that anus. <laughs> <laughs> Slap it on there. Um, okay, we can be done. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. goodbye. Bye.
Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.